how's it going, everybody? Welcome to The Talking Dogs, episode one. My name is Nico Cuevas. It's the first episode. We, we posted episode zero on this podcast about a year ago, February 2019. And uh, I said in that podcast that we'd be posting the first episode a week later. <laughs> it's been a little over a year now. Uh, so now here we are and we're, we're recording the first episode finally, and I'm so excited. Uh, joining me today, of course, is my boy, Colin Elkins. What's up? I'm Colin. Hey, Colin, what is your favorite breed, breed of dog? Um, if you had to choose one. You told me this question and I didn't think about it. <laughs> so now I feel like I'm on the spot, even yeah. though I've known about it for yeah. like 30 minutes. Um, yeah. Corgi. Corgis? Corgi. Okay, yeah. yeah. I've never had one, but... Yeah. 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 It's funny because, like, I think... Have we all... Has everyone here owned dogs before? Mm-hmm. Um, I My picks for my favorite breeds are dogs. I have never owned. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, also joining me today is Tyler Christian. What's up, Hello. Tyler? What's up? Uh, what's your favorite breed of dog? I'm going to say a chug. Is that a chihuahua pug? Yes. Is that what yes, that is? is? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're pretty small too. That's an abomination. <laughs> that They're, is amazing. Not- <laughs> They're amazing. You you are dog racist. <laughs> it's not okay. You know uh, I'm changing my pick anyway. I'm going okay. to I'm going to um, I'm white, so I'm going to go with a Labrador. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, I I didn't say mine. Uh, Corgi is normally my go to pick. That's the dog I've wanted for mm-hmm. so long, as well as like I think like if I had to compare myself to a dog, <laughs> it would be a Corgi, just very short legs, um, but extremely cute. Um, no, but also like, man, I want to, I would love to have a, a Shiba or uh, an Akita, you know, those, those, the Japanese dogs. Those are super cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah are yeah. they the ones with the black tongues? I haven't looked that closely. I haven't looked that closely. So if you're listening to this podcast, I think you can tell we're sort of dog people, but maybe not the most qualified to talk about dogs. Uh, dogs. We're also you like dogs. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> we're also probably not the most qualified to talk about movies, but here we are talking about dog movies. And you know, if you're tuning in and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe I finally found a podcast." That talks about my favorite movies, uh, the, you know, the a dog's purpose, a dog's journey, whatever it may be. You know, you, you're a big fan of Cujo, uh, <laughs> like, like whatever it is. I think uh, something should be said before we get started. I think we love these movies too, maybe as much as you do, but in just in a completely different way. Totally. Yeah. Um. So, please don't, and if you do. I don't care. Um, get offended by what, <laughs> what, what, what we what we say here because listen, it's all in good fun. Um, and and I, I I truly believe that the people making these movies know they're not great movies. They have to. These are this is a team of adult people <laughs> making <And> dogs. <laughs> and so like we we've never made a movie before, but like we've we. We follow film really closely, and so I don't want to say that gives us an understanding of how films are made or what what goes into it, but I, I do truly respect the fact that these things happen. Like, I can't mm-hmm. believe that someone, 
that not only has a dog's purpose been made, but two other movies that are supposedly exactly like it yeah. have also been made. Two of them released in this same year. What? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then, and then there are, n- I think nine, technically nine Airbud movies. Yeah. Like you don't make those like without knowing something and like, dude, full respect to anyone out there who's doing this. If, if you're listening to this, like, if you happen to be one of the actors in any of these movies <laughs> or, or one of the dog trainers, one of the dogs. or if you're one of the dogs and you're listening, <laughs> feel free to hit us up. We would love to have you on the show Absolutely. and talk about your movie. Cause like I'm, I'm, no, I'm we'll have so fun curious. with it, but it's not at their expense. I mean, we know that they know yes. that this is an interesting thing for people to do. Right. You know, um, so yeah, it's all in good fun. Yeah, we're not trying to hurt p- people's feelings. No, no, like, and also, like, if I tried to make a movie, it'd be so bad. I'm, like, you know, I, I've made short films, and they're terrible. Like, but you know, like, I, listen, all respect to to everyone out there doing this. And if you genuinely love these movies, I understand why. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something so pure and wholesome about dog movies, yeah. and that's why we actually considered doing this because we're like, listen, we know these movies are going to be hard to watch. Um, but there, there should be enough in there that's going to make it to where it's at least pleasant. At the end of the day, you're still watching dogs and like, yes. who doesn't <laughs> like that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that more, uh, as we go into the podcast. So let's just do it. Let's do it. Today's, do it. today's episode. <laughs> I can't believe we're finally here. We're talking about 2017's movie and the, and, 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 this wasn't the inspiration for this podcast. It was a dog's journey that came out mm-hmm. in 2019 yes. that inspired us. But then we kind of started looking back at, at all these dog movies and that the fact that there were there three of like these movies mm-hmm. in particular. And, and, and so, yeah, we're starting with a dog's purpose and dog's purpose. <laughs> I currently, this movie is sitting, uh, on rotten tomatoes, which I, I hate rotten tomatoes anyway. So, um, that's that those are the people that I'm willing to say like I I, I don't care for um cuz it's it's such a weird way to judge movies but the the tomato meter or tomato meter whatever you want to pronounce it as it's currently sitting at 35% um with an audience score of 73%. See? So, and you see the disconnect. And 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 that's the difference between people who like dogs and dog movies and people who are professional dickheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. No. And I hate to admit, like, more often than not, I think Colin and I for sure we we align more with the critic mindset than than probably like the audience oftentimes. But we but we appreciate the audience kind of perspective. Me and Nico both love like, you know, pretentious art house shit. But then we also will drive three hours to watch the latest fast and furious movie. Like (laughs) we like it all. So yes, yes. yes. And, uh, uh, man, this doesn't necessarily fit into that group, but man, dude, man, dude, man, dude, (laughs) top gun Maverick is not a dog movie, but like it it, it might as well be it's dog fighting movie. It's dog fights. Mm, There needs to be a dog in it. That way we can talk about it. (laughs) Tom, if you're listening, can you please like CGI put in a dog in in Top Gun Maverick so we can talk about it on this podcast? Anyways, back to a dog's purpose. Did did, did any of you happen to look at how successful this movie was? Uh, No. Uh, No, I didn't actually. Can you guess what the box office 
First of all, I need to know the budget. Do you know the budget? I don't know the budget. Uh, I, I want to look it up real quick. But but let's let let me see. What what do you think the box office score? Like what was the uh, what money did it rake in? I'm gonna say less than a hundred million. Okay. More than. More than seventy million. Okay. Ty- Tyler, do you have a guess? Man, I don't know. I'll probably have to guess right around the same area as Colin. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, so more than seventy. Less than a hundred is what we're what we're assuming. Yeah. Okay. At a budget of twenty two million dollars, which seems about right. Yeah. Like that. That's not too bad. I think like most of that had to go to Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Uh, like like. Probably, yeah. Uh, but. And the CGI tongues. Um. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm so excited. Oh, dude, we have to get into this movie. It's already been so long, and we we have to get into this. Um. Okay. The box office was $64,304,940, which I think seems like an appropriate amount for this movie to make in terms of its quality. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think this is something that's going to have to come up in a lot of these podcasts. There was a, a bit of a controversy of, of surrounding this movie before it came out yep. about the, the abuse, uh, of animals on abuse set. of animals on set. And I, I took a... I remember I remember seeing that video of the the dog in the water and like being truly upset by it mm-hmm. and I think I might have even like tweeted out about saying how upset I was by that. Yeah. Um as we go through this podcast, listen, we're here to have fun and we I don't think we none of us support a, abuse of any animal in any no. any way. No, I had never seen that video and I watched it after I watched the movie last night and I was like, "Oh shit. Yeah. This is Making me really sad. <laughs> right. But yeah. I, I looked into it a little bit more and it, and it seemed that there was an investigation in they, on that stuff. And it yeah. doesn't seem to be anywhere near as nefarious as that video kind of. No, they said that uh, whoever decides that kind of stuff said right. that the video was edited purposely to look worse than it actually was. Um, so, yeah. yeah, we don't truly mm. know. But anyways, like and and which is very strange with it, you know, this being a more modern film that you would think that this kind of thing wouldn't be in discussion anymore in terms of animal abuse in films. Right. And the thing to me is like, there's a lot of CGI animals in this movie. Why can't you, why can't you do that? Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Um, but listen, if you're going to throw a 12 year old girl in the water. Might as well throw a dog in the water as well. No, that's True. terrible. But um, I think, you know, as we go into things like Milo and Otis and other movies that are like famous for yeah. having, just throwing just, yeah. kittens into the river. Yeah. Mm. Understanding that they're, they're not coming back. Yeah. Like, like that's terrible. Um, but you know, Hey, we're, we're not here to, to fight any wars. We're, we're here to, to, to talk about Dennis Quaid and why does he sound like a child when he speaks? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so that, that, that's, that's a thing. So let's, a dog's part. Someone's here. Let's talk a little <laughs> bit about. I, I would kind of like to hear what you guys in general feel about the movie, How, Colin. Uh, overall, um, confused and sad. Yeah, or <laughs> the two biggest things I felt watching this movie. Yeah. Um, you know, I've written down. We'll get into it, but mm. I wrote down in capital letters: "Stop killing dogs!" Like four <laughs> times. <laughs> Because there's a lot of dogs who die in this movie. <laughs> so the, that's the weird thing is like the biggest trope of dog movies, I would assume it'd be. Well, dogs die in yeah. most in like a lot of these movies, and those are the most memorable parts of the movies or that's what makes the movie memorable. Mm-hmm. 
the, because this movie is about reincarnation, uh, you it get happened the, so many times. <laughs> like, it is always sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, I I didn't get the exact time, but the first dog dies within two oh, minutes of like the movie. Two minutes, <laughs> two minutes of the movie, and and we're gonna break down. We're gonna go through the movie itself, but but before that, yeah, like I. Oh man, I agree. Uh, Tyler, how did you feel about the movie? Um, lots of sadness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, but I feel like there's a lot of good points, and there. Yeah. Uh, each life of the dog had you know a different kind of story behind it. Right. Different, a different know, purpose. Yeah. A, a, yeah. A different a, purpose. A, yeah. The dog's purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I yeah. I think there's. I think there's good messaging in this movie overall. Like like mm-hmm. like if this was, single people are miserable. Dude, that's the so, message. So, <laughs> whenever I see like a dog movie, I'm assuming it's for families and for kids. Mm-hmm. This is one of the darkest movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, um, dude, you have so many dogs die. You have you have an abusive and alcoholic father, and you have divorce in there. Mm-hmm. A dog gets shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have kidnapping in this movie, <laughs> um, and that's just a name, and you're only halfway through that movie yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, and I was so confused. The first note I wrote down, or it's not the first one, but, like, the one I have up on top that I that I was like, this is what I have to say. I was like, this movie is kind of like if the Tree tree of Life was a Hallmark film. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's it's... <laughs> It's so bold in what it's trying to say and do. Yeah. That I I can't believe that this movie exists. Like like Yeah, because I mean, you know, growing up, the, the dog movies that I watched, you know, like your Airbuds and, you know, whatever, all those like Homeward you know, Bound and Homeward stuff, Bound, like, stuff that, like, that, yeah. like that. The stakes were always very low. Yeah. Like you were kind of worried about, you know, the dog and maybe its family, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you would have some like, I don't know, dog catcher villain or something, you know, mm-hmm. low stakes. This is like an existential like <laughs> crisis movie. I don't. Yeah. So <laughs> it so, starts out so heavy. So we should we let's get into the movie. Yeah. Let's let, actually start walking through it because this movie. um. Listen, I loved the Safdie brothers and I loved Uncut Gems, <laughs> but bro, <laughs> they, <laughs> the Safdie brothers 100% ripped off a dog's purpose. Yeah. They, they ripped off sure. a dog's purpose because every, whenever you see the, 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 the zooming into the gems yeah. and all that stuff <laughs> in Uncut Gems is 100% the reincarnation stuff Absolutely. in, in a dog's purpose. <laughs> that's all it is. And that's the very first thing we see in yeah. this movie. And I, I wrote down the first lines of this movie cause I just could not believe it. And once I started, once we started this movie or I started this movie, I said, this is going to be a problem cause I'm stopping this movie at every line. Yeah. But this is the first, these are the first lines of the movie and it sets you up for such a, a wild ride. The first lines are, what is the meaning of life? Are we here for a reason? Is there a point or is there a point to any of this? Those are the first lines of this. It's insane. Of this it's family insane. movie. Like when I when I heard that, I was just like, "This is." I, I don't know if I can handle. Yeah. We talked about this podcast being a good idea. Yeah. It was in that moment I said, "This might be a bad idea." Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this podcast because this is going to be miserable if this is what we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. 
and and also we should should be said this is uh josh gad of um the uh, voiceover the yeah, yeah for the voiceover of of bailey yeah um who is of of book of mormon right was he in book of mormon or am i thinking of another oh i don't know another white man <laughs> with glasses but uh i think he's most probably known now to be being the voice of olaf in, yeah. in frozen um and and we could talk about his 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 performance. I actually don't think he was actually that bad. Like, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was a bit a bit like overly sentimental. Yes, you know. But that's he knew what what he, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, and he also was in went to a studio for one day and got. I did a not page. know that. No, I, I no, I don't know if he did. Oh. But but there's no way he could have recorded for more than like two hours. Like that was a two hour session. Yeah, yeah. Because the one. There's actually not a lot of voiceover no, in the movie. There's very little. Um, so that's really strange. So okay, so the movie starts, <laughs> and we we start with. Um, let me see. I have I have a whole bunch of information here. Uh, we have the this unnamed like beagle German Shepherd Terrier uh, dog. It's the first iteration of Bailey that we see. He hasn't been named mm-hmm. Bailey yet. And it dies within the first. Yeah, within it gets the first captured by dog catchers and euthanized. Yeah, and they say that's all for you or something like that. It was really weird. <laughs> How did you feel when you re- like? Did- I didn't realize they killed him at first. Yeah, like because it happened so fast. I was like, wait, and then I'm back again. I was like, oh, they just murdered that dog. Yeah, like two minutes into this movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, so I've seen the trailer before, but like I didn't it didn't really click with me what this movie was about. But when you're real, did you guys know going in that this is what this movie was no. going to be? No, I did not know there was any reincarnation at all. Yeah. I did not know. <laughs> I had I, no idea. I literally thought it was just about one dog, you know, throughout yeah. the whole movie. But nope. Yeah. I was so wrong. <laughs> I was so wrong. No, I mean, so I think the, I saw the, was it the dog's journey trailer? Like there's reincarnation in, in, in that. And yes. I saw that that was in the a trailer thing. of that. Yeah. And I was I was so surprised that I was like, oh, wait, are all these movies dogs dying all the time? Because if so, this is going to be really rough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was not a uh, no pun. In- oh, my gosh. Oh. No pun intended on oh. that. I swear. Dog cast. So, yeah. Any- <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah. So what happens next is that that dog dies and then he he is reborn into I think he's. On, on Wikipedia, it said he's a golden retriever. Mm-hmm. They said a red retriever. Yeah, he's definitely not a golden retriever. And so, yeah. I, I don't know the difference. Um, so well, one's ever, gold, one's red. I don't think I've ever heard of a red retriever. Yeah, he's definitely a red retriever. Yeah, so the fact sure. that they said golden retriever was strange to me because I, I thought I was like, I was like, either he's really a red retriever and someone on Wikipedia screwed up, or that guy who's selling these dogs doesn't know anything <laughs> about dogs. It would be as if I was selling dogs. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is a, he looks like a retriever and he's more red yeah. than bl- yeah. blonde. blonde. So, yeah. so he's a red retriever. Um, and then, and then he escapes. And Here's the thing. He escapes from the kennel and then he gets stolen 10 feet away <laughs> from the kennel. I, I didn't write this down, but like the, was were they scrappers? Was that what the what those guys were? I have no were? idea what those guys were. Maybe they're garbage men. I don't that's, know. That's what I thought. I was like, they're garbage men or like they're they're doing like scrap stuff. Yeah. And the guy picks them up and he's like, and the other one says like something along the lines of, oh, I bet that's worth something. Yeah, like a couple and, bucks. Yeah, a yeah. couple <laughs> bucks. And I'm like, there's a, 
there's there's a dog can't like across the fence like literally can, right there i'm sure you can smell and hear it yeah like in like like there's these, like five dozen dogs barking like crazy when he escapes and he runs 10 feet away and they're like oh this dog huh yeah like and and, and are, these people are have to be the worst people to ever exist so like they so they go from saying we're going to sell this dog and we're going to we're going to go we're going to make money off of them to going to get like a drink or something yeah. and leaving the dog in the truck yeah. to die to to die essentially yeah there's a really intense heat stroke like sequence i was really bothered by that yeah, yeah. like once again there is no controversy about this sequence, but that dog was a great actor because he looked bad. Yeah, seriously. How did they film that? Because it's, it's not CGI. This no. dog looks like it's dying in this yes. truck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In my in my notes, I, I wrote down, how did they do the dog overheating in the truck? Yeah. Yes, I, I wrote that same exact thing down. I was like, how did they do that? Because, listen, I've never seen a dog overheat before in my life. And I'm assuming that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was like, wait, are they going to kill this dog again like this? Right. And like almost pornographic detail of how this actually happens to to, to dogs. And yeah. And I, listen, if you're the dog trainer for this and that dog is okay, like or was okay when they, that you filmed this, congrats to you because that for was real. incredible. Yeah. Uh, and truly upsetting. Very upsetting. Truly upsetting. And then and then we have. The meat cute, it's not really a meat cute, but uh, between between Ethan and, and his mom and his and 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 who will become Bailey, yeah, yeah, um, and they they rescue him from the from the car. Also, I want to say about the rescue from the car. I'm not sure what Ethan's mom used to smash the window. But it looks like she pulled a hammer out of nowhere, and they're just walking down the street. I don't know how she did that. Yeah, no. Ethan's mom is is she's she's the real MVP of the movie, and well, we will go into that later. But no, uh, it was it was crazy. And then like, what was wild to me is when they smashed the glass. Now I'm I'm not assuming there was anything smashed. It was just when you get the reverse shot pointed at the dog, and the 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 glass kind of goes all over mm-hmm. the dog. I'm assuming that's someone just tossing stuff. I would at, assume so. Yeah, but the dog doesn't flinch once. Yeah, like un- once again. Whatever you're doing with these dogs to make this happen, kudos. I'm, a, I'm a, kudos or or shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell which which one yet. Um, but yeah, after they save them, they go through this whole process of of where they take him home, and basically they're having to convince Ethan's dad to yeah. to to keep the dog. Yeah, which. When I saw Ethan's dad, I first thought it was Giovanni Ribisi. Um, <laughs> and I got really excited and confused. I was like, why is Giovanni Ribisi? And I was like, oh, that's not Giovanni Ribisi. Right. Um, yeah. And so after some arguments and, and discussion, um, when when Ethan's dad comes out, he says, Ethan, you have a dog. I thought that was actually a really beautifully delivered yeah. line and felt really um, like sincere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and i was i just i was like legitimately moved by it mm-hmm. uh and i thought that was actually that's that is what you want in a dog movie yeah um because it takes you back to when you were a kid and yeah you, and you had that, that moment absolutely uh love i it. will say that um that sequence and then a lot of the 
early on evening sequences, not the night sequences, but the evening sequences mm-hmm. are shot like exactly like the flashback sequences from Django Unchained. <laughs> and it really threw me off. <laughs> I, I think this movie is very pretty. Yeah. Like, I think it looks really good. Mm-hmm. I do think this is a little too specific probably for the podcast, but I think most of the wide shots were done with anamorphic lenses because mm-hmm. you're getting yeah. a lot of the, the weird kind of bokeh and, and stretching in the bottom and Actually, top. Actually, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so... <laughs> my, my legal pad. <laughs> you can hear Colin's paper. Uh, uh, yeah, this is... Uh, I was interested because most of the people who worked on this movie have worked on several dog and or animal movies. Yeah, yeah I'm the sure... The cinematographer, this is his only dog movie. Really? Yeah, and mm-hmm. he... I thought he killed it. Has, yeah. has he... Have, is he anyone of note? Or uh, he's else? he's done a lot of stuff. He did fifty yeah. fifty with. Uh, oh Jeffrey wow! Yeah, yeah, I mean he's done a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. But this is only. That's not a terrible movie. looking film either. Like yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. But yeah, no, because uh, I took the I, I took that away. I was like, there are a couple of shots that are actually really incredible. There are a couple of shots that are super upsetting. Yes. Uh, and and those are coming very quickly because uh, after after we they keep the dog, we see. Ethan's grandparents' house for the first time, mm-hmm. uh, and they take him there, and he gets to gets to play. There's this shot in there where Bailey is chasing like chickens. Yep, <laughs> and, and it's legitimately like the CGI is as bad as the CGI that George Lucas added to the original Star Wars. I would say it's worse because I saw it and I said, "That's just that's not even a, a CG like 3D modeled chicken. That is a." A chicken on a green screen yeah. that they just heat out it, yeah. and paste it on it in front of this shot of a dog just running. Yeah. And I could not believe what I was watching. It was so jarring. Like, <laughs> so, so bad. And, and you know, I wonder, like, if, if how many people, like, your average, you know, family that are seeing that, if they notice that. If that oh, they'd have to. Out. They'd have to because it looks so weird. It looked really weird. And then... Um, shortly after that, I don't, I don't remember exactly what happens. You, you know, you have them going back home and, and no, before, before this. Okay. okay. So whenever we first meet the dad, like the wife brings him a beer. Yes. Like, oh, this yeah, is normal. Yeah. This is normal. Whatever. They go to the grandparents house and this is like immediately after. <laughs> right. And they're having lunch like with, uh, the mom's parents, the dad, the son and the dogs in there as well. Right. And all of a sudden, the dad starts ranting about the missile crisis yes. and has a flask and is pouring alcohol at lunch into <laughs> his drink. I'm like, this is the most sudden alcoholism I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Yeah, I mean, like, so the weird thing was when 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 she handed him the beer, I I for a minute thought I was like, huh, it's a weird thing to to include in this because I would, I was like, wait, is this dad an alcoholic? Well, because also that's such a trope for that era of film is alcoholic dad. Yeah. Um, and and I also think it's a trope for dog movies is, is, is alcoholic dad and alcoholic, uh, you know, family. And so, but, but to get into the Cuban missile crisis in the middle of this film, when I'm like, that was the first time. No, it wasn't the first time. The the first time I asked this was when the, the first dog died And, and the questions that were asked at the very beginning, was who is this movie for? Right. <laughs> um, because there's so many dark things that just don't like, I don't know why you would include that in a film for children. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And before that actually happens, I had that in the, I had that in my notes as well, but there's this, this shot that's from the point of view of, of, uh, of Bailey 
and and she's licking Ethan. Mm-hmm. And you see the dude. Tongue. I have the, <laughs> you see her tongue yes. on his face, dude. Yeah. It's upsetting. Did you notice that, Tyler? I don't think I did. Oh, oh my gosh, gosh dude! <laughs> it, it was so weird. It was it was so like uncomfortable. Yeah. Like because you, you we've seen this in, in movies before where you get the POV of of where you're petting the dog, and we see the POV of the dog looking at the human. Yeah. We. In that, we understand the dog, like, you don't have to show it. We understand yeah. that the dog is probably licking. The Not dog. only do they they show in graphic detail the dog's tongue from its own point oh of view. Gosh, Later in the movie, there's an inside <laughs> the nose <laughs> point of view. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. that Because that, here's, so, so point of view, the point of doing... It's called point of view. It's it's the from the your perspective. Yeah. Whose perspective <laughs> is inside that nose? Oh, no one gosh. So they're saying which actually if this is what they're saying and they're doing with that, then that is actually I think that's 100% what they're saying is well dogs see smell is nose. so yeah. so specific that they can see through their nose. Yeah. But for us to see that. Yeah. was and like the texture of the nose was so It's really detailed. Yes. And yeah, it's wet and it's That was it's, at least two million dollars. Oh for sure. <laughs> like that that, <laughs> for that sure. shot was at least two million dollars. Um Yeah. Like as soon as it happened, I was like, Well, that was a weird shot. <laughs> it was, was an interesting choice. I man, I think that that might be my favorite moment of the entire movie. <laughs> of of just where else it was so so incredible um, and and incredibly bold. Like, yeah. congratulations for, for making that happen. Uh, the, the only more bold shot would be dog's butthole POV with another dog sniffing it. <laughs> uh, do it, you cowards. Oh, my gosh. Don't, don't do it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you broke it. You broke us. You see the dog's tail wagging at top oh, of the frame. <laughs> oh, man. oh no! And, and the thing is, like, you can do that CGI. Yeah, but I think that was like a practical attachment or something. Like, it looked so real. Yeah. And so I don't want to see what the apparatus of what you're talking about ends up looking <laughs> like. It's just like, hey, we have this dog butt. Uh, oh my word, that's terrible. Let's move forward in the movie. Uh, uh, but yeah, so so next thing we get is um, is we get this 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 sequence of we're we're starting to see Ethan's father's alcoholism really start to take over, mm-hmm. and uh, he he's coming home and he's having his boss come over. He's wanting to transition out of a new job, and and Bailey destroys yeah. his office yeah. uh, from this really weird sequence of him chasing the cat around yeah. and. And that that is purely there just to see cats and dogs, cats and dogs, yeah. You know, playing. What comes out of that is 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 Bailey eating uh, this 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 collectible coin mm-hmm. that that Ethan's father has, and one of the weirdest shots I've ever seen in my life is seeing Ethan trying to squeeze. Like, <laughs> squeeze Bailey like she's a tube of toothpaste and get this coin out. Um, and 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 that is that is the point when when all this happens and 
and Ethan's digging through Bailey's excrement and, mm-hmm. and, and is trying to get these the, the, the coin. This is where we see really the true transformation of of who who Ethan's father is in the movie. Yeah. Because they kick it, he kicks Bailey out of the house and then he becomes more belligerent and Yeah, and this is right before the time jump. Um Yes. Also, during that sequence, <clears throat> he brings his boss and his boss's wife over for dinner. Yes. And they're having dinner, you know, uh, with Ethan's dad and mom and Ethan, and then the boss and his wife. And then all of a sudden they start having a business meeting right there at, at dinner. dinner. Yeah. At dinner in front of like your kid, in front of your wife. Yeah. Like it was so weird. You no, know, it, it was one of those things I'm like, I thought of, is this a thing that they did in the fifties or like, is it, or is this like a, uh, is this, is this a kind of conversation that you would have at, at the dinner table? Like what, no, like, I don't think so. Like, no. I don't, like you would have that privately. Yeah. Like, like it, one, Ethan's dad should 100% not get a job because he's asking for a promotion at the dinner table in front of their wives and yeah. and, and his like, son. That's a dick move. Like, that's not, like, you should do that in private. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like of, of course, there are probably other things we should probably condemn uh, <laughs> Ethan's father for more. Uh, but, yeah, so we, we get this, we get this time jump, which comes out of uh, a really crucial moment in, in, the development of Ethan and Bailey's relationship. Yes. Which is the football toss. And the transition during the <laughs> time jump is sick as fuck, dude. No, dude. It's <laughs> so sick. Yeah. It's it's it it's not great CGI. No. But I saw it and I said, All right. Uh, yeah. Like, so basically Ethan and Bailey have this old worn out football that's flat that they used to play catch with. And the transition happens when Ethan throws the football, mm-hmm. and then in the air, the football transitions from a flat football to a real football, and then you see it come down, and they're playing football. He's the quarterback. Yes, of course. Yeah. He has to he be has the quarterback. To be. He has to be. <laughs> he has to be the quarterback. Yes. Also, uh, I think the 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 actor's name for uh, teenage Ethan is K.J. Appa. And I know for, for for majority of these movies where you have teenagers in, it's usually people in their 20s yeah. that are doing it. Yeah. KJ Appa looks at least 30 years old. At least. Yes. (laughs) At least. He does not look like a teenager. At all. Uh, It was, it was very like, hold on. Is he supposed to be in college? Like (laughs) where, where in his life is this supposed to be? in the NFL right now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I will say this up to this point, uh, I I do think uh, Ethan's father like that dude was bringing it acting wise. Like, yeah. like that dude was really trying. Yeah. I think everyone else might've been kind of mailing it, mailing it in, but that dude was like, I got awards coming yeah. <laughs> after this Oscar um, season, baby. Like he's going to be, <laughs> he, I will get into this a little bit later, but it, it's, Oh my gosh. Uh, well, let's just move forward. So as, as we see Ethan being a little bit older, no, I want to say, yes. Um, you know, we know, that his dad is a heavy alcoholic. Yes. Because uh, the next time we see him after the transition, he's surrounded <laughs> by empty bottles. Like, completely surrounded. Yeah. He's so, drunk at, like, three in the afternoon. But that dude didn't age at all. No, like, no. He, he did exactly nothing the same. to age him. He looks exactly the same. So, like, to you know, the, the secret to good health is alcoholism. Yeah. And, and, and the, that, that is what that is what the this movie seems to propose. Um, but before, they, before he gets home... 
which is a really funny thing in general, but we meet Todd. Yeah. Who is, who is his friend? I don't know. Like, I don't get it. He's, he's, he's hanging with his crew as they're leaving practice. And he, I I don't know if I would ever, you would ever hear anyone say this, but like Todd, like goes to Ethan. He says, is what, why do you have this dog with you all the time? Is this like your girlfriend replacement? (laughs) (laughs) It's such an insane thing to say. And like, also how, like, He's a senior in high school. Yeah. They're they're not from a big town from what it seems. No. Like at this point if if he's had this dog with him forever, why are you asking him after practice, you know, senior year, senior yeah. year what's with this dog? Um just very strange. And then when they come home to to the, my favorite thing was they get out of the car. <laughs> Ethan still has a football. Yeah. <laughs> and then like he like he tosses it into the yard and just like this dude lives and breathes football, which is the the the, the point yeah. of, of mm-hmm. it. But like, I I've known a lot of people who played football into college, you know, and 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 the 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 biggest football players in our school that were getting scholarships, they're not leaving football practice <laughs> with a football. with a football. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Uh, and then and then we get to see how much worse the relationship has gotten between Ethan and his father, yeah. how much worse the alcohol has kind of uh, settled into his life. Um, but, but yeah, so that's, that's what happens shortly after that we meet. Um, is it, is her name? Hannah. Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. So we meet Hannah in a, in a point where, where Bailey decides to stick his nose up her <laughs> dress. Um, yep. And it's just like, man, that, that dog is, the least woke dog yeah. <laughs> of all time in the fifties. Okay. And, and also dude, I, I truly believe that when they're having that conversation, they're shooting that shot where, where Ethan's meeting Hannah for the first time, he's not actually holding anything. He looks super awkward. Cause he's yeah. like bent over, supposed to be holding uh Bailey, yeah. but he's not. And it's just the weirdest conversation I've, I've ever maybe heard. Um, <laughs> And then, and then they go through and, and they, they end up having kind of a date and, and Bailey eats 34 hot dogs or however Mm -hmm. many he has. Um, and, and that, Oh, 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 first of all, though, uh, the dog can smell boners. Uh, we figured that out. (laughs) Yes. Uh, (laughs) Well, and, and not just, not just that, but also when, when women are lady boners too. Yeah. 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 He, he smells like just instantly, <laughs> instantly, he just knows. Yeah, and it's 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 really upsetting. Like I don't know if that. And he mentioned it several times throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Like he mentions smelling people's boners. Like <laughs> there's that sweaty smell. <laughs> <laughs> all all yeah. I know is if 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 you and your loved one are are in the heat of the moment, um, I, I, I just challenge you to just say. To, to someone you love and, and, and before you get into that moment to say, there's that sweaty smell. <laughs> Cause there's, there's, it's, oh man, like, and that's the thing we haven't really talked about it a lot, but the, the perspective and the voiceover itself is kind of insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like the commentary that we're getting from this, from Bailey is, it's so detached and removed, but at the same time, super insightful. Yeah. Uh, at that, like, at the same time, um, 
So what exactly happens next? I feel like I've missed something here. Um, uh, uh, they start dating, and that's a pretty long sequence where they're spending all the time together. He narrates how uh, they fuck in the car in front of him, <laughs> uh, which yep. is interesting. Yeah, his, def- his definition, like his description of them making out. Uh, licking l- and l- wrestling. L- yeah. yeah, licking and wrestling and trying to get, like, He's like, she never has food in there. Like, why is she? Like, and I'm just like, what is happening? Um, I thought that was kind of cool how it was the. Uh, okay. the like Keep the, on. <laughs> sorry. Like the, the dog's mindset. Yeah. Mindset instead of like a human mindset. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Right now, we're going to take a quick break uh, to, to hear a word from our sponsors. Hey, this podcast is recorded at Smart Space in Popper Bluff, Missouri. If you're interested in recording in a podcast studio, uh, the, the memberships are, are pretty affordable and you can record in the same exact podcast room that we do. So if you're interested in doing that, make sure to check out smartspaceoffice.com for your opportunity or for the, the, the chance to record, um, you know, who knows, maybe with us or you could just use the studio space as well. Fine. <laughs> That's great. Good ad. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're back. Um, what happens next uh, in this movie? And and we're gonna have to move a little bit quicker because we've taken so long to talk about what's actually important in the movie, yeah. which is the the Ethan Bailey relationship. Yeah, that's all that matters in this. Movie. Like that's all that matters in the movie, this movie. This movie is 140 minutes long. Which it, it should have been. It's insane. It should have been about. Like, this should, should have, have been, been 90. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been a made for TV film. Yeah. Like, it should have been one of those things where you're just like, okay, here's here's a sh- really short thing that we can extend with commercials and, and that's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, the, the next couple of sequences are way too long and we'll get into those. We'll, we'll breeze through those pretty quickly. But, but what happens next after the, they're, they're dating and things like that, um, uh, Ethan comes home to to find his mom and dad fighting, mm-hmm. uh, and and basically Ethan's mom kicking uh, kicking his his father out. It's a it's it should be an upsetting scene because it's like okay this is it's heavy stuff. It's it, it it's not I want it's not necessarily domestic abuse at out out the gate. No, um, it's 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 more of just an argument. And then he ends up push, and then his dad ends up pushing his mom down, and that's when Ethan finally stands up and says, "You got to go." Yeah, pushes him down to the ground. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and my, he says, like his dad says, like, "Look at the way he looks at me." Like, and yeah, he's just. I was like, well, once again, the dad's <laughs> performance is really he's, good. He's bringing it. Yeah, my my favorite thing about it is, and I wrote this down. I was like, this is the first time I've ever seen. I've ever seen like this kind of argument in this context where no one's cursing at all. Yeah. I was like, no one has this discussion and is not dropping a million F bombs. Right. Like, like, like if I got none of that happened, it was the kindest. Yeah. Like, like breakup I've ever seen in terms of a bad breakup. Yeah. Um, but after that we get, um, we get a, a football game. I don't know if it's a championship game or it, no it's, it's just some game. And yeah. somehow he walks off the field with a scholarship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this happened in that era, but but to see to see, <laughs> to see 
walk off the field and he's got a sweater for Michigan State and he says yeah. he says <laughs> like full four year scholarship. Yeah, a full ride at Michigan yeah. State. Yeah. And the scouts were there. Yeah. Like, like the scouts were there with a sweatshirt and were ready to give him a full ride scholarship walking off the field. Like, like listen, I test he was not good enough for a full like to 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 sign him on the spot. Dude, he made a pass and he ran it for a touchdown. So obviously, great full ride. Great, yeah. He was he, he was gonna be the next Tim Tebow. Uh, like like. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> but that was confounding to me. I could yeah. not believe that's what happened. And then of course afterwards, he goes to celebrate with mm-hmm. his with his uh, his girlfriend Hannah, and and his dad shows his up. His dad shows up. And here's the crazy part. The dad is not carrying any alcohol. No. But the first time you see him, they add in the clinking of a bottle Did sound they? effect <laughs> to announce his arrival. <laughs> That's his theme. Yeah. <laughs> like you hear a bottle clink and see his face, but I mean, he's not carrying anything it at all. It should have been like the Stone Cold Steve Austin, like <laughs> like glass breaking as he comes in. Um, no, and... and and that stuff we've seen that in movies, you know, a million times. It's yeah. kind of a trope, uh, and then that leads to, gosh, dude, Todd's the worst human being oh in the God. world. Yeah, for he, sure. He goes and was like, "You don't like, oh, you're trying to hide the fact that you have an alky father. You think that's gonna like? How do you think Michigan State's gonna feel about that? And it's like they're probably gonna feel sorry for their kid. Yeah, like, and, <laughs> and, and so and so, Ethan, Ethan rightfully, yeah, knocks him out. Yeah, uh, essentially. After telling him to shut up, he get, he did warn him. Yes. Like, yeah, he, yeah. yeah. Ethan did not instigate this at all. Also, I thought that scene was going to, with how ominous it gets. Also, they play ominous music every time his yes. dad, like, walks into the scene. Yes. Um, the, there's a... I kind of had the feeling that the dad was going to kill Bailey. I thought something bad was, I was like, Bailey's going to get, like, hit by a car. Or something yeah. terrible is going to happen here. And it's not really that bad. No. But what happens next is so much worse. It's so much worse. This kid, this Todd kid, he goes from shithead to arsonist so fast. <laughs> so Todd decides, you know what, to mess to, to 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 get my revenge on to get my revenge on Ethan for punching me and making a fool out of me, which was my fault. We're gonna I'm gonna burn, burn their house down. House down. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a firework in their house. <laughs> Which, even if it was just a firework, like also, if you did that, they would 100 percent know who it was because you're the guy that's always blowing up fire, like right. fireworks. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's, it's it's so it's so stupid. It's so dumb. Um. And then the next thing I know, I'm like, the next thing, the whole house is on fire. Yes. And Ethan immediately. Go, First of all, I don't think a fire will. Grow that fast? I mean, it's I don't so know. Fast. I've never been in a house it's so fast. Fire, but well, let's see. The thing is, is it's the fifties asbestos. Okay. The, okay. the, the family likes to clean with gasoline, yeah. Uh, yeah. and so yeah. that's Especially why on the rug, the, the house went up so quickly. Ethan, who doing his best job at being like, you should have cast me as Superman in Smallville. Yeah, like saving the day, getting his mom out of there. Doing a really great job on tying up Bailey to get yeah. to go out the window, and what what happens next with him is so funny to me because he he falls and slash jumps out the window. Yeah, 
No one's there to catch him. There's no. there's a whole village of people. Yeah, there's like a hundred people outside the house, and nobody is there. And here's the thing: they were just there in front of the house <laughs> to help the mom and dog down, <laughs> and then everyone just leaves. Well, they were like, "Okay, we 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 got we got the mother and the dog out. We can leave now. Yeah. Like, like 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 forget Ethan, and and they walk away. And Ethan, and the sound is mm. terrible. Yeah. So he 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 lands. And it's not just him breaking his like his leg. No, so he jumps and part of the roof falls a a burning log <laughs> falls onto his leg and he's like screaming in pain yes. and people are having to pull him out of it. Yes. It's um really intense mm-hmm. but also funny at the same time because yes. like the way it's depicted is just odd. It, it, it's it's very odd. Yeah. So to not have someone catch him and you can immediately see that this is, oh, he's not going to pan out to be yeah. a football player. Yeah. And this is how they're going to do it. And they had to convince you that this was that bad for that to happen. Yeah. And so the next thing we get is Bailey. This this is insane. So what happens next is Todd is there watching this mm-hmm. all happen. Mm-hmm. And then Bailey, who knows that he's the one who did it because she's he saw him mm-hmm. put the firecracker in the house, mm-hmm. starts chasing him. Right? Mm-hmm. So Todd... Seeing a dog chase after him starts running away. Bailey trips I, I, him. I, I can up. relate. Bailey, <laughs> <laughs> Bailey trips him, and then the cops come running over, and they're like, "Why are you running for?" Mm. There's a the dog, dog chasing, chasing this guy, yeah. and I, he immediately confesses. I I didn't think about how easy it would have been for him to justify why yeah. he was running from a dog yeah. chasing him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been chased by a dog before. I've been bitten by a dog chasing me before, and I'll go into that later if we have. Sometime we have more time, but um, <laughs> so next thing we know, um, Ethan's going off to his. They're going over to the grandparents' house because one, their house burned down, uh, and and it's very clear that he's 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 it's it's too clear that he's injured. Yeah. Um. The the dude is milking his injury like, For like sure. the, the entire way. Um. It's very clear he's not going to be going to Michigan State anymore. Hannah comes to to spend time with him before she leaves off for college, and he just tells her, like, like it's the, he's the meanest person. It's so bad. Uh, uh, to this really sweet girl. It's a much worse breakup than his mom and dad. Yes, like much yeah. worse. That was a hundred percent more abusive. Yeah. Than the the <laughs> screaming alcoholic. Yeah, than the screaming <laughs> like what he does is so emotionally manipulative and terrible. Yeah, like that. You know, spoiler alert, they get back together at the end. Like, she should have never forgiven him no. for that. Like, that's that's not cool. Yeah. Um, but after that, we, you know, he 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 goes he goes to, to college and he, he goes away. And now here's one thing I wanted to say before we get to this other transition. I I'm no doctor. Colin, you've injured yourself more than anyone I know. <laughs> um you you have and you've had you've suffered some some serious leg injuries. Sure. And I I, I I pay attention to football a lot. And so I've seen some pretty nasty leg injuries. Mm-hmm. This dude was walking so so they were playing football. It had to be sometime in the fall. Yes. That they were playing football. Yes. That's no, when he got a scholarship. Yeah. When he's talking to Hannah for her to leave. She says there's, I think, three weeks before she goes to school. So yep. it is. So it has been almost a year, yes. probably, like maybe one or two months short of a year. Yes, a very long time. I wrote down how long was this guy's foot broken? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
how bad was that injury? I, I, I've never seen, like, I was like, this, this guy has been walking on crutches for almost a year. Yeah. It was like, like one, how terrible are the doctors that they have? <laughs> because like he's, he should not be in and crutches he, yeah. anymore. And like, you can say it's the fifties, but like, Forrest Gump was fine. Right. And, like, well, and this wasn't even the 50s anymore. I think this would have been like the... The 60s. Like, well, the 50s was, I think the... I don't even I don't even know. Because yeah. here's the thing. When we get to modern day... They're old. Yeah, but I can't tell. Like, it looks like 2000-something. Like, and so I just... I don't know their... I think, I think that Ethan first met Bailey, it was like mid-50s. And then in the high school years, it was like late 60s, like mid to late 60s. Okay. And then when they get back together, it's like, it's got to be 2000s, 2010s. Yeah. Like, it has to be because like you, we see the 70s, we see the 80s and 90s, and then finally back to... I'm just saying it's suspect. It is. Suspect. <laughs> like, like, I'm just so, I'm so confused there. But anyways, you get, I just don't understand that injury. But anyways... Uh, I would like if if you're a doctor and you understand what injury what injury did he suffer from? Yeah, <laughs> uh, to be hurt that long to where he couldn't like redshirt for a year uh, yeah. for Michigan State and then like maybe try to play just his junior and senior year. Yeah, because they in the Wikipedia it says badly fractured his leg. That's what it says. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> like I split my femur in two and was walking within three months. Yeah, like yeah. Mm. Um. So mm. th- this was very like. And the thing with this movie is like all the stuff that is is related to um, humans feels less human than any of the dog stuff yes. in this movie. Yes. Uh, and 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 the same way of like when you're like oh, it was never more clear to me whenever he he got the scholarship at the football game. Yeah. Um. I was like this just doesn't happen. Right. This is not how it happens. You're just trying to hit these check marks for this this thing, and it was in those moments where I was like oh this is. Okay, this is based on a book. Yeah. Um, because you just don't have the time to go into the details of how this happens in in a movie. There's other ways to do Dude, it. Though. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Um, yeah, that all happens so fast. And then we get Ethan going away off to his his agricultural college, uh, and Bailey chasing him down. And we get the next. Uh, we don't actually get a time jump there. It's 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 Bailey is so depressed and mm-hmm. is getting old. Away from, uh, away from Bailey and Ethan, or Ethan and Bailey not yeah. being being together anymore, and Bailey's dying, and we get the first sequence that I actually get, I got emotional. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I was this close to crying. Uh, no, same. When it when, was bad. When when Bailey died. Yeah. Um. But, but this is the weird thing with this movie is with the, when you have these, this reincarnation thing being a, a thing, you also lessen a little bit the impact of what that means because you yeah. know it's going to be some weird thing that comes after it. So the next two things that happen, we 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 get we get uh, the reincarnation of Bailey um, as Ellie, the German, German Shepherd. shepherd. Uh, who is a, a cop dog? A, a cop dog, <laughs> with John Ortiz uh, as as <laughs> the the villain from Fast and Furious Five, or no, the the Fast and the Fast and the Fast, Fast and Five. Furious, no, 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 the one before it, uh, Fast and Furious, like the the that's right, the comeback, that's right. Um, and he's a cop, and we we he's a lonely guy, mm-hmm. um, really depressing stuff, very man. depressing. Yeah. Really like this dude, he's a cop in Chicago, like he lives in a shitty apartment by himself, like he's got. 
his dead wife's picture next to his is, bed. Is she dead? Or is it that he loved the job too much and they're separated? Yeah, separated. Divorce. Um, I thought she was dead, and Wikipedia says widower, so mm. she's dead. Okay, for mm. sure. Okay, that. Uh, and she probably died in some horrible way because this movie everybody's yeah. super sad. <laughs> right, everything sucks. Yeah, and so, so he's a, so he's just mad at the world. Yeah. Um, at that point, and he's just never happy. Yeah. Um, also, like I do feel for this guy. Yes, but also he brings his dog to the gun range. Without in an indoor gun range, yeah, doesn't put like you know some hearing protection, yeah. anything like that. I'm like, and he's telling her to get used to it. I'm like, bro, you're just like does ruining that, your dog. Does ears. that happen with dogs? Or like for canine dogs, are they they they? I I don't know. I don't know how not dogs are trained. Dog trainer. Yeah, you're not, <laughs> I can confirm that you are not that. Um, but yeah, I it mean, seemed irresponsible. Very. Um, was seemed even more irresponsible. You know this this new Ellie, this Bailey, this new iteration of Bailey, um, is is you know seeking things which they 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 they're on a case where uh, a twelve year old has been kidnapped. Before this though, they have her find. I I don't know if this was part of the training or an actual job, uh-huh. but at one point they find a box full of. AKs on a yes! rooftop. I just saw <laughs> you. Somebody has put a wooden crate full of AK 47s on a rooftop in yes. Chicago yes. and they find it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, good luck with gun control in general if people are hiding boxes of AKs on roofs in Chicago. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what kind of, like, yeah. like, like, whatever we put in order. If this is what's actually happening, there's, there's no hope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, America's done for. Yeah. Yeah. But the, yeah, see that. And once again, that was another thing where I was like, wow, wow this movie is just crazy dark. Like, to, yeah. to have that in there and and those type of guns in this movie. Yeah. I was like, wow, why? And so when when, the, when they get to, to finding this kidnapped girl, um, the the person who kidnapped her doesn't seem to have a weapon? No. Uh, uh, well, up, 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 up front. And so I was like, wait. This movie's gonna be super dark, but it's not going to go far enough to like have the girl at gunpoint or anything yeah, like yeah. that. But he the 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 perp uh, uh <laughs> tosses her or was no, it an she, accident? I think I can't I couldn't tell. Cause she like hits the dude yeah. and then she either jumps into this they're at a dam. She either jumps into the water or he pushes her or she just falls. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, something happens. But she falls into the water. Yeah. Um, also, he never called for backup. When she went into the water, he didn't, like, say anything on the radio. He just keeps on chasing here, this dude. Here, here's – I wrote down, Carlos Carlos is a bad cop. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, rather than going after the drowning 12-year-old girl – he chases the perp instead. Yeah. He trusts that his dog is going to be able to save that girl. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, I think any cop, any cop worth their salt would say you go after the victim first. Right. Because you can capture the the perpetrator. At yeah. Because once point. again, we don't know that he is armed at this point. Right. Uh He's not been shown to have a weapon. Like right. nothing. Right. And he doesn't, he doesn't shoot back at, at the cop or yeah. doesn't like do any like so anyways the, the the Ellie Bailey Ellie uh jumps in to go save her and and Carlos chases 
chases this guy down, uh, the, the, the perp and leading to, uh, does, does the guy end up getting Carlos's gun? Is that what it is? No, no, he has, he has his own gun. gun. He has his he own, has gun. own gun. Okay. So Carlos is looking for this guy and we see him just standing up on this platform, just like looking a uh, in like you know the middle distance, mm-hmm. and then in the behind him, you see the perp pull slowly <laughs> climb up the rafters, yeah, and then pull a gun out, and like he's taking a sweet time about yeah. to shoot Carlos, but then then yeah. New Bailey comes and gets the guy, and the struggle, you hear yes. a pop, yeah, and Bailey whine. And uh, you know immediately. You know immediately. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. immediately. They don't show it, but you know it. Yeah. Yeah. And and this is. And they don't show it, but they show a lot of blood. They do. Yeah. They a do. A lot yeah, of blood. Yeah. So they cut away during the struggle, but when they cut back to Carlos, like holding holding her, like there's a there's blood everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And bro, shout out to John Ortiz for bringing the waterworks, dude, uh, in this scene. Yeah, it's actually. A really good sequence. Yes. Um, you know, he's telling her that she was a good dog. Like, it's it's that really... I think everything in that sequence... Um, it works. Even, even the fact that Bailey is... When, when they're trying to find her, Bailey's head is out the car window. And and he, and he she barks a couple of times, and he knows where to turn. Yeah. Like, so... so even all that stuff, I was like, this is enthralling. Like, I would have watched just this movie. Yeah. It, Cop Dog. Yes, Make that movie. Yeah, well, it's it's mm-hmm. what's the is it canine the the I forgot about that. Movie. Yeah, that's a movie we'll have to talk yeah, about in, for sure at some time. But you know, I think that was for this to be in the middle of this thing with that's truly about Ethan and Bailey. Um, I think it's such a weird thing. It's good. Yes, like but but it's so heavy. Yes, like because like you know the emotions and the purpose about is. A, about Ethan and Bailey. Yes. And to have this two really heavy sequences in between that. Yes. It feels like it disconnects itself from its main. Yes. Dog purpose. Yep. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. And so, so after just a truly heartbreaking stuff there. Yeah. Um, like, and, and here's the thing we're we're making fun of this movie uh, a lot. Yeah. But that's the, that's why we're here. Yeah. Like, like that stuff like works. Yeah, it's effective. Um, it's really effective. Yeah. Uh, and then the next thing we get is, and lucky for us Corgi lovers, <laughs> is is we get the next iteration of Bailey in Tino, the uh, the 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 Pembroke Welsh Corgi, um, who is uh, who is picked up by an owner who has some, another single person who is miserable. Yes. <laughs> this is an ongoing thing. <laughs> Listen, I'm single. Uh, are we all single? I'm, I'm single. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, we're all single. <laughs> um, it made me feel terrible about myself. It was like, oh, I have to like this movie saying. Actually, I think at one point it says, "The worst thing to ever it, be is to be a like, lonely." Yes, to be lonely. lonely. Like, yeah. like that's the worst thing you can have happen. I'm like, yeah. What a terrible message. Right. <laughs> like, like being alone is okay. What if you're an orphan watching this movie? Dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. But we. <laughs> <laughs> and you become Batman. Yeah. <laughs> That's essentially what happens. Um, but we we get, dude. I I truly feel for for his owner. Oh, what what's what's her what's her, what's her name? Uh, I don't even I don't even remember what Ooh, her her I don't owner's know. name is. Um, I have it in my notes, but it, it was 
unbelievable that that would be, oh, Maya, yeah. Maya, um, you know, college student, uh, it seems. And she's, <laughs> she, she, you're, you're, you're notepad. <laughs> you're illegal. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. She's just truly depressed, has major social anxiety. Yeah. She's allowed to take the dog wherever she wants. In class, wherever. In, doesn't matter. Is is Tino a a service dog? That's what I was wondering. Because but no, because later on in the sequence she meets a man who yes. also has a dog. And they go to dinner. The raddest Jerry curl of all yeah. time, too. <laughs> they go to dinner at this fine dining establishment, and they it both have their dogs inside. Maybe they both have service dogs. <laughs> but for what? I don't. I mean, like they're like, not disabled. No, but I mean, people. I know today a lot. Like there are people who are allowed to have who have service dogs because of anxiety and things. Yeah, like but that this nature. is the '80s. Yes, that's true. Mental health didn't exist in the '80s. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. You did cocaine. Yeah, yeah. That, I was like, you need help. Yeah, you need, help. Yeah. You, need a, you need a perm and some cocaine. You You're need, okay. You need, you need a couple of lines. That's what you need. Um, no, man. Yeah. So, so Bailey falls in love. For the first time, yeah. uh, with with Roxy, just <laughs> and the size difference, man, like yeah. it, it is, it is wonderful. And and also when they when when he sees Roxy in the in the park, they're playing uh, "How Deep Is Your Love" by the Beaches. Yeah, and they're sh- I I don't I don't know who was shooting this like like in this moment or what was going through their mind, but to be shooting a dog so sexually <laughs> and so lovingly must have been the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. Um, cause, 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 cause bro, like, like Bailey, Bailey is, is just head over heels. Yeah. Over this this is a, this is the horniest Bailey. Yes. by far. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, exactly. Like he's always smelled boners, but now he's, now he's got one. Yeah. Now he's got one. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the, the the red rocket has taken off. This is this is this is, this is what's happening here. Um, no, yeah. So so that's that's strange. And then and then you know they get married and it's 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 lovely. It's you know it's a much happier. They're you're getting a much happier ending here than than with as far as with, like the relationships go. Like, this yes. is by far the happiest relationship between yes. uh, Bailey's new owner and her husband. Yes. Um, and then man. And then this one also hit me too. Is bad. When when cor- when when the the corgi starts to die. Well, not before that. Oh, uh, Roxy. You know, in the oh, narration, oh, she doesn't he's go like, there. you know, she never Rock- came home. Rocky went to the vet and then never came home. I'm like, what the fuck? I said, yeah. stop killing dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. immediately after, like, Bailey oh. once again gets depressed. Like, looks super old. Yes. Like, easily the most depressed looking dog. Yes. In the movie. And and shout out to the to the girl who plays Maya in this bit where she says like it's like you know what I'm think or you know what I'm thinking, and and man this is this is the moment where I'll, I'll shout out Josh Gad like I think we've we've overlooked him this whole time yeah his delivery of I don't care yeah like in in that moment of like like that sounds like a a dude who's just ready to die yeah mm-hmm. and it works every single time <laughs> on me I I hate to admit it works every single time. <laughs> Um, and, and we get, we get another dog death Yeah. and then we get the final, the final reincarnation and, and Bailey ends up with the worst owners. Yeah. Of, of these, uh, these gutter punk yeah. pieces of shit. Yeah. Chain them outside in the yard for like, I don't know how, how long. long. Yeah. There's a yeah. sequence where they show like the seasons changing yes. and Bailey growing and be, still being chained up yes. in the backyard. Yeah. 
could be a year, could be, you know, mm. whatever. I'm not sure. Right. And then eventually they decide to get rid of him. Yes. Uh, the gutter punk dude just leaves him, leaves him at the train station. Yeah. He drives like all night apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cause they leave like middle of the day and then it's like <laughs> deep in the night. I'm like, why did you have to drive so the, far? The dude's <laughs> just very indecisive. Yeah. Like, like, like how much gas did he have to spend <laughs> to get rid of this dog? Um, like that was, that was, and probably he did that so that way the dog wouldn't know how to get back. Like that would be your assumption there. Fair enough. But it's anyways, we get after that we get this this we get Bailey just wandering. Yeah. Um being being a vagabond, a vagadog, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh it is just looking for something. Uh comes across a dog park and mm-hmm. saying, Oh man, that looks like fun. Uh and then spotting the creepiest dog. I've ever oh seen my in God. my life. Its eyes, yes, are so upsetting. Uh, I don't know what kind of dog that is, but I never. It, it looks like a like a a type of husky. Of it does sort. look like a husky, but yeah, fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> truly, it's it's. So this is one. So here's the thing. This is Rachel's dog. Yes. Uh, we we find out that this girl's name's Rachel. She, she looks exactly like young Hannah. I thought, I thought it was the same girl. I thought it was Hannah. That's a that that's what I thought as soon yeah. as I saw her. I'm like, oh, that's Hannah. But like it's crazy. The casting was perfect. Yeah, whoever yeah. whoever did that, like, and then I was just like, wait. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, how much time has has passed? Yeah, because <laughs> this seems like this is the same girl. And and then we get her. We get we get Bailey wandering around again, mm-hmm. and she stumbles, just stumbles upon on the farm on the farm. Yeah. Um, and that moment when she's like going through the wheat field, like. Oh, it's so joyous! It's dude. like Valhalla. Oh like it, it's, <laughs> it's it is it's real gladiator shit. It's yeah, like yes, yes. I was just expecting the the Hans Zimmer score to start <laughs> coming in, and and just Russell Crowe to be out there um, uh, with his wife and kids, uh, and then he he pops up on Ethan, and I I didn't know that Dennis Quaid was in this movie, <laughs> and I don't know if I was more relieved to see that we're back to Ethan. Or that I was more relieved that I saw Dennis Quaid in yeah. an actor that I recognized. Because <laughs> here's the thing, man. We need to talk about Dennis Quaid. Yeah. I thought I loved I loved him in this movie. I did too. There, 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 there are a few things about him that it, it is very clear that he watched the performance, I think, of KJ Appa, who yeah. played who played other Ethan. And tried to like mimic that. Mimic mm-hmm. that. It, there are a couple times where Certain facial expressions. He's were, too boyish. Yeah, it was odd. He reminded me of Goku, <laughs> <laughs> where it's just like he's 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 way too like young and playful. Yeah. for to be adult Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Um, but I believed it though too at, at times. Like like most of the time, I believed it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is Ethan, and and gosh, he's he's an American treasure, man. Um, he's so wholesome as a as an actor. Oh, it's great. Um, yeah, so Bailey comes upon him, and he's like, you know, get the fuck out of here. Whatever. <laughs> he takes her. He takes Bailey uh, to the dog pound. Yeah, and then that night he goes home. He's single and he's miserable. Yeah. So he makes dinner for himself. He cleans up. He sleeps alone in a tiny ass bed. And then he- <laughs> <laughs> it's the same bed. He he didn't he didn't change his room and he yeah. didn't change the bed and he's been staying there since he yeah. was mm. high school. And, and so then the next day he goes back and. Adopts Bailey. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And, uh, and that, that moment was 
oh, I, I, I truly loved that moment. Yeah. yeah. When, when you get, when you, when you get him dropping him off, like, okay, well, you know, he's going to get back here. Yeah. Um, but when it cuts to the POV of, of the dog seeing him, he's like, you want to get out of here? And I was so just like, great. yes, Dennis Quaid, <laughs> take me, <laughs> take me anywhere. Uh, uh, let, let's go. Um, uh, well, wait, but, and then, and, and we, and we see Ethan being bummed out still. It doesn't complete yeah. Ethan. There's still something missing in Ethan's life. Well, he's single. Well, yeah, you can't be, you can't be alone. No. You're not allowed to be alone. No. And his, like, Here's the issue with having such a good sequence before this um, with uh, Maya, mm-hmm. because like her depression and all that was depicted really well. Like yes. at one point she's eating ice cream in a bathtub. Yes. I'm like that's peak sadness. Yes. And I feel like. Peak sadness. <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever described sadness as a peak. It's, it's a... Well, you know, uh, <laughs> but Dennis Quaid's sadness does not reach those levels. Like no. he's just like you know an older dude. Yes. Who didn't get married. Right. So I feel like that takes away from the emotional impact of the final act. Also, like I, I think there, Dennis Quaid had to make some choices here because I think maybe his boyish like thing he had to play like there was something wrong with him, like to to where he there had to be a reason why he couldn't be married. Because yeah. listen, if you're if you look like KJ Appa and you're going to college at an agricultural school, like Dude. you, you can like, you're not going to have problems finding a date. No. Uh, and then if you turn, if you transform like, like transformer style in, <laughs> in, in from KJ Appa to Dennis Quaid, I I'm having a hard time imagining you being super lonely your entire life, but there's something wrong with this guy. There's, well, I mean, like, there's some. I don't know what he's doing, but there's a look in Dennis Quaid's eyes. That's what I'm saying. Dennis, some of the expressions are like, "What's happening here?" Yes. Like, there's, there's something beneath the surface. Yes, that's that's truly troublesome. Yeah. Um, and then, Buddy, which is the new, the new version of Bailey, uh, takes it on himself to find, like, like to 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 complete him and and and, and play matchmaker. And then we get a jump scare <laughs> with this dumb dog yeah. that Rachel owns. And and oh, it's truly, truly troubling. And then all of that leads up to Hannah tracking tracking down Ethan and, and, and her, which I actually thought was a really great moment of when Hannah revealed that the owner was Ethan Montgomery. Yeah. Like, she, like that must have. Yeah, shout out to uh, Peggy Lipton. Yeah. Sort of final movie and. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, mm. well, that puts that into yeah. a whole different kind of perspective. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, no, dude, it was, uh, I thought it was truly touching. And it was one of those moments where I can immediately feel like I was in her shoes when yeah. she saw that. No, it was a great reveal. Yeah. And uh, and then she goes to goes to Ethan and they have a e- interesting discussion. Yeah. So he starts out. The conversation with a great bit of exposition. Exposition, he goes. Sorry about your husband. <laughs> it must be hard for you with your husband dying and all that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Um, uh, like. Yeah. That that was that was very much like. How do we explain this? Like, yeah. why is she alone? Yeah. Because because she's so great. There's no way she would have been alone. Right. Like, by choice, you yeah. know, and in, in her life, um, because 
because people can't choose to be alone in, in, <laughs> in, in, in this world. Um, but and then we get we get her leaving, and then we get Ethan finally apologizing, and and this is this is this is where, like. Man, it gets super awkward. Like, yes. Like the, the also during this entire sequence, um, Bailey is like really wanting them to fuck like big yes. time. Yes. Like yeah, look her face, look her face. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. Dude, <laughs> like this. It's, it's it. The weird thing is when we're seeing this through the through the eyes of Bailey so much is we only ever feel like a voyeur of these people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like, like we don't, we don't truly get to connect with these people. Not that there's a lot to connect with, with what, what's written there, right. but because we're from that perspective of Bailey, it's just like, this isn't fully realized. Um, and then, and then we get, I don't know how much time has passed again here, but they end up marrying. Yep. Um, in the backyard, in the backyard. It's a nice wedding. It's, it's very pretty. Yeah. Uh, goals, you know, yeah, honestly, for it's, sure. it's almost midsummer. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and Ethan gives a nice speech and he looks Dennis Quaid in a suit looks Bro, great. Killing it. Looks great. Killing it. Um, and, and he gets this great speech and then now we have life is complete. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that has to get done is, is Bailey has to show that he's Bailey. Mm. Yeah. And he ends up finding the the deflated football. Yep. The Tom Brady football. And uh, <laughs> uh, and and is just forcing Dennis Quaid to play with him. Yeah. And th- so uh, go ahead. A bit of backstory just to set up why this works or doesn't work, whatever. Um whenever we first have Bailey and Ethan as a kid, um they have this special move where Ethan throws the football up. He gets down on his hands and knees, and then Bailey jumps off his back and grabs the football out of the air. And they just do this out of the blue. Like, we don't show any training. They just all of a right. sudden, they can do it. Right. Like, okay. Like, that seems like a really advanced technique mm-hmm. to me, but mm-hmm. what do I know? Well, one of my favorite things of before that in the in the, in the the early one is the – is there's a they slower speed young Ethan down when he drops down because it's a it's a really weird looking transition. Yeah. Um it it's kind of like in 1917 whenever he jumps into the river it looks almost exactly <laughs> like the same sort of effect. Um and I'll I'll tell you what man, I can't I just when this happens, th- this sequence I I I I said it out loud. Mm. I love this movie. <laughs> Um, I, I truly, truly bought in to, uh, to, to, to Bailey being, to, to Bailey being, uh, Bailey again, or, and, and, and Ethan realizing that it's Bailey. I'm just let you know what you're hearing right now on this is Colin is really struggling with his his mic stand and I don't know why he keeps on. It's, um, oh my gosh. We're good. We're totally good. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, great, great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so when we when we get Ethan uh, noticing that it's Bailey again, the look in Dennis Quaid's eyes—oh my god—is yeah. he sells it so hard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I, I don't know if I cried, but if if I if I was at any point actually crying, it would have been at this part of the movie, right? Um, and it's beautiful. Yeah, and and, mm-hmm. and he says. 
And he starts asking, Boss Dog? Is Boss Dog, is that you? And and and, and that's gonna affect the show, the talking dogs from for from from ever like forever on. Cause yeah. like that was a truly great moment. Oh yeah. Um and and I think and, and it was in that moment where I realized most of this movie was such a waste. Like we really should have just stuck stuck with Ethan. Yes. Um, and and that's that's it. Yeah. Um. So when, once once we finished the movie, when we got to that point, how 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 were you feeling? What was the? I was okay. So when that happened, I was very happy. Yes. Uh, we get a bit more of a monologue after that. You know, you know, explaining that how having fun and finding people you love that's the that's a, the purpose. That's a dog's purpose. Yes. I'm like, oh, that's a dog's purpose. Mm. Great. Uh, I was still confused because I was, the movie is so long and I, it's so long. I mean, I stopped it, uh, at one point being like, Oh, I must be halfway through this movie. And it was the first 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and it feels very long. It feels so because long. There's a lot that happens. Some of the pacing is kind of weird. Yes. Um, all in all, it's not a great movie. No. Like we know that, I like this movie. I, I, a lot. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I really do. Did you like it, Tyler? Because you said a lot of sadness. Like when you you talked about, it. did you when you finished it? You were like, did you think I like this movie? Oh yeah, absolutely. I I did enjoy the movie. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, throughout it, you know, I was I felt sadness, joy. I was confused a lot. Yes. Um. But ultimately, I was entertained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, there's there's a lot of this where I was like, I like this because it's it's so confusing or yes. bad. Uh, but at its core, I'm like, no, like it, 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 it struck all the right chords with me. And the next day I was looking at dogs to buy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like this is the, here's the thing. I currently do not have a dog. Right. Do, do you, do you, ha- do you have a dog, Tyler? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you have? Lots of dogs. You have lots of dogs. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, do you have a dog? No. No. Okay. My my family has a dog, but like I don't have a dog at home. Yeah. Um. I live in an apartment. Right. Same. It's tricky. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, I want a dog, want and a dog I, there's no way. Like, if this podcast goes for longer than a year, there's no <laughs> way I don't own a dog by the end of it. Like, like it's 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 this is really trying me because man, there is something so lovely ab- ab- about that that thing the, yeah. the, the 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 relationship between man and and dog yeah uh and and you know i do have you know issues with the fact that you know most of the human characters of this movie are not very well written they're pretty one-dimensional yes but that means that we get a lot of dog footage get a lot of dog footage. a lot of it and i'm not mad about that yeah like that's what i signed up for yes mm-hmm. uh and all the dogs were great all of them wonderful yeah um do we do do you, you either of you have any notes or any points that you were wanting to make about something that happened in the movie before we go to our, like our ending segments and our awards for, the I feel like we pretty well covered. We covered everything way too much. (laughs) This podcast is going to be two hours long. Holy shit. It's going to be really long. Uh, And I didn't think we'd get there. Oh my God. Yeah. But, uh, but here we are and I'm, I'm all for it. Here's, here's the thing guys. I don't think every episode is going to be this long. This is our first one. We're just learning. Um, but and honestly, there's a lot to say about this movie. Yeah, yes. there's a lot in well, this movie. A lot happens. There's a yeah. There's a, a lot. A to lot happens, here. but nothing happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. At the same time, okay, cool. 
So let's get into our awards and, and the ending segments of the show. Uh, so the first one that we're going to talk about is, who is it? What is it? <laughs> it is who's a good boy or girl. Uh, and this is the uh, where we award the best actor in this movie, male or female, human actors in the film. Uh, uh, does I have a list of the, of the characters, um, but do any of you have any just off the top of your head that you would say? Yeah, is I mean, the best? here's the thing: she's not in this movie very, very much, but I have to give a shout out to Pe- Peggy Lipton. Yeah. You know, uh, she's one of the best to ever do it. Uh, she's great in this. Yeah, she she brings it. Bro. She brings it. Uh, her and Dennis Quaid, I feel like are legitimate chemistry there. Yes, like it works, yes. and uh, those two together make up my. Goodest boy and girl. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Tyler, do you have a... I would have to give the good boy to Dennis Quaid, probably. Yeah. That ending there, just tying it all together, was was great. Yeah, it, it's what makes the movie worth it, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. Uh, like, if, if we just got cute uh, cute dogs, then I think I would have felt like I would have wasted my time. Mm-hmm. But I went to sleep right after I watched this movie. Like, I watched it right before bed. And it was wonderful. Like it was, I was like, it was so wholesome and warm. Uh, you know, I think I think Dennis Quaid's the obvious choice for for who's a good boy. I think he's, and you know, and and no no disrespect to Peggy, but like I think I think the the weight that he brings to, like when you see him, like oh, this is an important movie, yeah, because uh, it's Dennis Quaid. Um, but I'm, I hate to say it, I think I have to give my who's a good boy award to Luke Kirby, who is uh, Ethan's father. Um, uh, there you go. Like, he's great. He's really good. Yeah. yeah. He's really good. He's he's the first bit, like, he's the actor who actually kind of grounds the movie out mm-hmm. the gate. Um, and uh, I think he's actually a really good actor. I haven't seen it. I'm not sure if I've seen him in anything else. But uh, I saw this. I was like, oh, this guy can can yeah. act. So uh, congratulations uh, to, to Dennis. Shout out to Peggy, of course. Uh, and and congratulations to Luke for being uh, our, our good boys and girls. It's a for, great honor for you guys. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Now, uh, the, the next bit, uh, the next award is, is named after a dog's journey. Uh, no, it's a, dog's <laughs> journey. <laughs> it's a dog's purpose. Oh, no, it happened. Um Man, whenever whenever Dennis Quaid and and Ethan, little, even little Ethan and 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 teen Ethan uh, kept on calling Bailey Boss Dog, it's great. Um, I it, it's wonderful, and and I'm like I'm gonna call my dog Boss Dog from now on. Mm-hmm. So today we are also going to name a Boss Dog, and it's going to be who was or what was your favorite dog in the entire movie? Now, this is interesting because they're mostly all Bailey. Yes, but they're um, all played by different dogs. But, but all Yes, all, all portrayed by different dogs. This is being John Malkovich of yeah. dogs. <laughs> um, uh, so here we go. Do you, do you want to go through who the dogs that we have in case you may have forgotten any, or do you do you, you feel pretty comfortable? I already know. Okay, who, who is it? I got to give it up to uh, Red Lab. Uh, yes. Bailey. Yeah, the uh, OG Bailey. The OG mm-hmm. Bailey. Uh, well, not technically because she, he died before that. It, she, he wasn't named Bailey until that's true. he was the that's red, true. That's red true. retriever. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that dog killed it. Wonderful. I mean, you know, all of his acting was great, especially once again, the car scene, the car scene yeah. is insane. Yeah. Like that dog 
deserves an Oscar. Yes, that is that is the 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 marriage fight scene in a marriage in marriage story. <laughs> uh, that that is what that is there uh, for sure. Uh, Tyler, who, who's, who's boss dog for you? I would have to give it to first Bailey. Yeah, yeah, Red Retriever. Uh, definitely, probably the most entertaining of the dogs, probably. Yeah, um, you know, I I I feel like that that that's that's an, that's an obvious choice. Um, it's the, the the dog that we spend the most time with. Yes, uh, in the entire movie. Oh, man, it's so hard to me because I am a corgi guy, and I and that, Tino was wonderful. Maybe my second pick. Tino yeah. Tino was wonderful. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna give a shout out to Ellie. Okay. Uh, the the only time that he was ever a girl, uh, that Bailey was ever a girl in this movie, uh, and and she did the most. Uh, you know, like true, the, like true. like the the stunt work for this dog was yeah. almost you know led to a point of major controversy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and then it getting shot, and then Ellie getting shot, and all that stuff. Yeah. Was 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 truly troubling. Solid. Uh, and so I'll, I'll, I'll give my boss dog to Ellie, um, all, as well as, um, uh, I've been bitten in the butt by, a by uh, <laughs> a German shepherd that chased me. So, uh, real recognize real. So, yeah. Real recognize real. Um, so congratulations to our boss dogs. Um, gosh, but really great dogs all around. Yes. Mm-hmm. The only dog that sucked is Rachel's dog. Absolutely. That dog is terrible. Yes. Uh, and whenever <laughs> that dog, like whenever, when, whenever, whenever, uh, like buddy is walking to, to follow that dog and he turns a corner and it's there yes. just yeah. like staring, uh, terrifying, yeah. truly terrifying. Yeah. Don't put that dog in any more movies. No, please. I mean, let's see. That was 2017. It's probably still alive. I don't know. That's the weird thing with, with dogs. Um, yeah. uh, you know, also most of the dogs in this movie lives a very long time. Yes. Which is nice. Yes. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. So good, good boys, good, good girls. boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, no. They're, they're like, boss dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boss dogs. Um, so before we end, uh, final, final question for, for each of us is, is this a wag of the tail or a wag of the finger? Did you like this movie or not? This is going to be a straight up wag of the tail for me. Yeah. Um, once again, it's not perfect, but I like this movie a lot. If, you know, when I watch it again. I think I'm going to. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we weren't living in a world where we're going to do a podcast of watching these movies, yeah. I definitely would. Right. Um, but since I have to watch the other ones, I'm probably not going to. Yeah. But I mean, if you have kids, yes, this is great. They can, is learn, it? They can learn about the is Cuban Missile movie? Crisis. Is you this know, a kids see movie? a bunch of AKs. Mm, you know, see some shootings in Chicago. Shit's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tyler, wag of the tail or wag of the finger? I'm gonna have to give it a wag of the tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what's what? What did you love most about this movie? I, you know, I I definitely like the beginning and the end a lot more than yes. I do like the middle section. Yes. I think you can totally take that out mm-hmm. and you could just have the beginning and the end and it'd be a perfectly fine movie. Right. So yeah, really just having that main story in there. Yeah. Is, the Ethan and Bailey movie. relationship yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, I think all around where it's a, it's a consensus wag of wag of the tail. Yeah. Um, there, there are things that do not work in this movie straight up, but I think they're still enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. like there, there are going to be movies that we're going to watch that are just going to be unbearable, yeah. like w- with no redeeming factor to it. Um, I felt great watching this movie. Yeah. I almost cried three times yeah. and I, I felt like it was 
truly wholesome and it made me feel something. And I'm, and man, like legit now I understand why a dog's journey and a dog's way home both exist because the, 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 these movies, this movie does have something that I, I would like to return to. Yeah. And luckily for us, uh, let me get the old oh my here. <laughs> so I mentioned earlier that the cinematographer, this was his only dog movie, mm-hmm. but our director Lars Holstrom, um, He's done four dog movies okay. besides this. He had a uh, one of his first movies was a movie in 1985 called My Life as a Dog. It's not actually a dog movie, uh-huh. but it's you know yeah. it's related. So then in 2009 he had a Richard Gere movie, Hachi Hachi, a dog's tale. So do you not know about what this movie's is? What Hachi's about? No, I know it's based on a Japanese movie. Yes, this is the most whitewashed thing I've ever mm-hmm. like. I've ever. I, I went on a whole tirade about this in the office the other day, and we'll we, we'll talk about oh, it later. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also directed what's eating Gilbert Grape. What? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> You're telling me the guy who who directed Leonardo DiCaprio's breakout performance mm-hmm. directed a dog's purpose. As well as every single one of ABBA's music videos. Every single one. <laughs> There's like 30. <laughs> what? <laughs> this dude is all over the place, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Man, respect. Um, I, I can't believe... The, like, there's, there's there's a deepness to what's eating Gilbert Grape. That, yes. Like, it's, it's crazy dark. Yeah. Which a lot of this makes sense now, like, now that you say that. But to to get some of the performances that we have in a dog's purpose, and to know that that's what that's what Leo was doing. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what this director like. I need to meet this man. I know. That's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. I truly didn't know that. He's uh, yeah. Uh, also, I really did like the score. Um. I th- I thought it was pretty forgettable. I didn't, it is. I didn't, it is. It is perfect. Like uh, it sounds like like stock music. A lot of it was like stock like yeah. ukulele stuff. Yeah. But the composer uh, Rachel Portman, she's done another animal movie. Uh, she did a Dolphin Tale two. She didn't do the first one, but she did do the second, and then also has done this. So hopefully she'll do some more. Can we do the movies. Dolphin Tale movies? I wonder if there's a dog. Are are, are 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 the dolphins the dogs of the of, of, of the ocean? They gotta be. Yeah. I will say this. Well, well, well I, I I I love this movie. Yeah. I, I I truly enjoyed it. Um, and I was I was really nervous going into this, going into this podcast of whether or not we would be able to actually go through with this because I was like, this is going to be miserable. I'm really excited for this podcast. Very excited. Because I, I love everything about this experience. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you haven't seen... <laughs> I haven't seen A Dog's Purpose yet, and for some reason you listen to this, it's worth... Wa- yeah, I would watch it. I would watch you it. You know, maybe watch it at like 1.5 speed, you know, just kind of get yes. through it faster. But yes. uh, you can slow it down during the important parts, like, yeah. you know, the dog narrating them fucking stuff like that. <laughs> any, <laughs> any Anything with the Red Retriever and... Um, and Anything with Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff you can watch at regular speed. Yeah. Um, but you you know, honestly, like the Tino stuff, it's cute, but I don't know how important it is to mm-hmm. the to the movie. Yeah. Uh the Ellie stuff is great. I, it's not important. Like it's not. It feels very disconnected. The, the problem is like the, there's not a plot that really just 
moves forward yeah. in this movie. Um, so, but yeah, I I think it's great. Also, uh, if you are single, you're a sad sack piece of shit. So <laughs> yeah, keep you on eating ice cream in bathtubs, you garbage yeah. person. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, any any other? So so I would like to end this podcast, please. Uh, no, uh, but but asking you guys. Is there anything that you would recommend that's not dog related? Like any any movies oh, or TV like shows movies, uh, that you would? It was really interesting because you know we have a sequence in this where a kid has to dig up a coin through dog shit. Uh, I watched a movie right after this movie called Swallow, uh, <laughs> where this similar thing happens, but with humans. Yeah. Um, it's a really great movie. Yeah. Uh, not a family film. Not a family film. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Watch it with your family. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. Tyler, anything you want to recommend? No. You've been watching anything? No, not really, no. No? Okay, cool. Well, uh, I will... I had something that I was wanting to recommend, and I, I can't remember what it was now. That's great. Um, I, I did start watching... Uh, uh, oh, um, this is a weird plug for Hulu. They're not, an, they're not a sponsor, but uh, they have all the FX shows on Hulu mm-hmm. now. Uh, and Fargo uh, in its entirety is on. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Fargo's dumb as fuck. Watch that. Oh, is there dogs in that? There's dogs in that. Uh, in the second season. There's definitely. definitely dogs. Definitely. Great dogs. Yeah. We might have to talk. Uh, <laughs> we might have to talk Fargo season two. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening to the first episode. The long episode. of, of Yeah, we're going to we're going to we're going to tone it down next time. Yeah. This yeah. Is our but we were first excited. run. So, yeah. first one. so hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll see you around next time. Take it easy. Dogs out. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> <laughs>